Hiya readers, and welcome to A Story Untold, a podcast where once a month I read you a new short story written by me, told by me. My name is Caitlin Witten, and I'm incredibly happy to have you here and listening. Day is a extremely special episode because not only is it our first episode of season two of the podcast, Hiya, welcome, so happy to have you here whether you're new or coming back. But also, today is my mother's birthday. Now, I might not have gotten my writing or creativity from her, but she is one of the most amazing people I have ever met. And I am truly grateful to have had her in my life and to have so many years to come to spend with her. So, mom, happy birthday. I love you so much. She's always listening. I think she's the first person to listen to the podcast every day because she listens to it a few hours after it comes out. So, thank you, Mom. I love you, and I hope you have a great day. Now, to the story. This month is a little different. We are going to be doing a new short story, but it is just the beginning because it's probably going to be a long one. Um, I plan to read the whole story throughout the season of the podcast, but they might not be back to back because I do have a lot of other fun ideas scheduled for this season. If you guys want to know or suggest anything, request anything, go ahead and contact me via email, comment section, or Instagram. I'm open to any and all ideas, but for today, we are going to start Where Light and Dark Entwine by Caitlin Wynn. Upon the forest floor on which she was born, we call her back home, no longer to roam, to save the day, to save the night, to save her long lost home with just one fight. She'll bring the darkness. She'll bring the light, the perfect mixture to make things right. We call on you, sweet Sarah May, to fix this world from which you came. The three sisters chanted, swaying in a tight circle, their hands clasped and blood entangled from the small cuts grazing their palms. As the drops spilled and soaked the dirt, seeping deep into the soil underneath their feet, a vibrant blue vein started to grow through the roots of the surrounding trees. Weaving through the mass of tightly packed dirt, clustered rocks, and sprawling roots as it traveled through the underbark of the forest and out to the small town of Chesterbrook making its way underneath the lives built upon it until reaching a small apartment based upon a bookshop deep in the town. The music of laughter, mumbling voices of children reading to themselves, and townsfolk prowling through the shop did little to distract the light vein as it pushed forth into the middle of a store and waited for its time to sprout. Slowly, it created its base, growing outwards like sprawling roots, 
twisting its mass to create a soft and glowing center, wrapping itself over and over around this base as if to create a tough bark of protection to help conceal its secrets, its calling. Sarah May rushed around the store above, not noticing the creation beginning underneath her feet, not yet feeling the power coursing inside its center. Grabbing her favorite worn-out book of mystic fairy tales, she pushed through the tight web of hovering parents and the minefield of children sitting crisscrossed on the floor, waiting as patiently as they could for her arrival. The antsy nature of their energetic spirits resulted in shaking legs and drumming fingers, all of which seemed to shut down upon Sarah's arrival. As she passed through the crowd, her calming aura spread out behind her, the movements seizing as she passed, as if just her presence could stop the building pressure of bombs. Sarah sat softly at the base of the old fabric oak tree that stretched from the floor up to the ceiling. She had always loved nature and found even fake trees to comfort her spirit. As a birthday present for her 14th year, her adoptive parents built this tree for her and emptied this spot, clearing it of bookcases and filling it with pillows, creating a cozy oasis for Sarah and her storytelling. Ever since she was a young girl, she loved to dive deep into fairy tales, trying to pull them out from the book and into her reality, or her into theirs. Throughout the years, she learned of the mundane world around her and tried to accept the disappointment of the truth that this is where she lived, where she was told that she belonged. Storytime was her way of latching on to that enchanting part of herself that she was told to bury down. Her way of keeping the magic alive inside of her. Nuzzled against the tree, Sarah looked out to the crowd of children and parents all staring intently at her, waiting for her words to spark the magic inside them once more. The air was tentative anticipating energy buzzing as Sarah lifted the ragged book from her chest and gently opened it to a random page. Sarah had been reading this book from the second she learned how to read, and never has it once ran out of a new story to tell her. The mystical nature of a never-ending story, a book never running out of new information to give, sent silent goosebumps down her spine as proof of at least a little pinch of enchantment within this mundane world pulsed through her. As Sarah read, the crowd couldn't help but hang on to her every word. Like caught in a spell, they were mesmerized by her voice as the story played out within their minds, like a movie put on by a mix of imagination and magic. Fairy dust seemed to fall within the reflection of their eyes as their gaze blurred intently on Sarah's face, as they zoned out of their mundane world and into the fairy tale one placed before them. Sarah couldn't help but be swept up into the motion of it all too, losing herself in the pages as she read, as if she were the one within the book, the one with so many stories to tell. 
As the story came to an end, the parents and children slowly pulled out of their dreamlike states and back to the reality in front of them, wiping the dust from their eyes as a calming and content smile swept softly across their faces. The story was over, and for now, the mundane world was the one in which they resided. The one with which Sarah now had to accept as her reality once again. After a deep, calming breath, Sarah thanked the crowd for coming to the night reading and wished them a blissful evening, sending them on their way. After the crowd dispersed and Sarah sold her last book of the evening, having taken the solo shift again for her family business, she calmly shut down the store, wandering through the aisles, replacing books as needed and cleaning throughout. As she stepped into the back room closet, grabbing the broom to finish the last closing task, a rummaging noise came from the shop. The floorboards creaked as if great pressure was being put upon them, and then the blunt shriek of shattering floorboards came vibrating through the shop. Sarah jumped turning towards the noise, and rushed out of the closet and back to the store floor, keeping the broom in hand, gripping it tightly, and holding it above her head as if to use it as a weapon. But a weapon she did not need, nor would the broom work as, for if she wanted to do any damage to the deep blue tree now standing within her family shop, she would need an axe, at least. Sarah May stood still as if frozen by the sight of this new structure within a building she knew so well, one of which she called home. Hesitantly, she made her way forward and toward the tree, as if in a trance-like nature or being pulled toward it by some magnetic energy shifting between them. Raising her hand, she gently placed it upon the tree feeling its coarse bark scrape against her skin and the powerful energy pulsing through it, an energy that felt so familiar it was like getting in touch with her own. Softly, Sarah started to hear a rhythmic chanting within her head. Upon the forest floor on which she was born, we call her back home no longer to roam. To save the day, to save the night, to save her long-lost home, with just one bite, she'll bring the darkness, she'll bring the light, the perfect mixture to make things right. We call on you, sweet Sarah May, to fix this world from which you came. Sarah jumped back falling to the floor as she pushed herself away from the tree and their entangled energy. What was that? She asked aloud in shock. Who were those people? And how could I hear them? Even more importantly, how do they know me? Sarah asked, scooting herself along the floor, away from the mysterious thing. Slowly, the tree lowered a branch towards Sarah, 
stopping in front of her as if offering her a hand. Understanding the offering, Sarah timidly reached out her hand and lowered it onto the branch, grasping it lightly as it lifted her back onto her feet. She didn't know why. Maybe it was the intense feeling of familiarity. But Sarah trusted this being, even if she didn't know who or what it was. After pulling her to her feet, the tree gently led her forward, placing her palm back against its bark. It was silent now, besides the deep hum of energy buzzing beneath its rough layer of bark. Slowly, a soft light started to glow around the shape of Sarah's hand, as if shining out from within and tracing her hand along the bark. As Sarah's awareness of it became known, the light started to move, moving to the right in a thin line, as if creating a path marker to follow. Sarah ran her hand alongside it, noticing the pleasant rush of triumph as the line disappeared after she passed over it, as if reassuring her of her movements and sound logic. Coming along to the side of the tree, Sarah noticed the light stopping, ending its path. At first, she questioned the meaning of such motion when the destination seemed so similar to the starting point being less than a foot around the large tree. The bark seemed insignificant, as it was so similar to the side she was just at. That was until a light started up again, this time starting at the base of the tree and making its way up, past Sarah's eyes and stopping just above her head before curving, creating an arch and traveling back down. Placing her hand upon the bark within this newly traced arc, Sarah found that it wasn't the same as before, for this spot was hollow. As she pushed slightly against the outlined space, the bark swayed inward as if it worked on invisible hinges. The bright blue glow seeped out from the opening shading Sarah's face a bright hue as she pushed the door further, opening it to the hilt. The inside of the tree was extraordinary, unlike anything she had ever seen before. The bottom of the base was hollow, a spiraling staircase down into the earth made from a tight formation of roots was all to be seen. The blue light of the tree pulsed through the staircase, urging Sarah down. Gripping tightly onto the root railing, Sarah began her descent. She expected to be met with darkness and tight gravel, but instead found a glowing blue tunnel before her, made from the same curious material as the tree. Sarah paused, staring down the vein-like tunnel of light and thought about what she was doing what she should do. The tunnel's glow pulsed, directing her forward down the path. Ignoring the thoughts worrying her about the closing duties of the shop and her family, she tentatively stepped forward.
and that's where we are stopping for today. If you guys are interested in continuing this story, let me know and I will come back with another part of it in one of our future episodes. If not, I have many other episodes planned and will be perfectly fine with moving on for you all. Either way, I hope you enjoyed this month's story and I can't wait for you to hear next month's. Feel free to contact me via email or Instagram with any requests or comments. For email inquiries, the email is witten.k.42 at gmail.com. That is w-h-i-t-t-e-n dot k dot 42 at gmail.com. And the Instagram is Caitlin Witten. I'm hoping to get a website up soon where in the future you can go for any other inquiries. Let me know if you guys would be interested in that. I will also be adding in my self-published books and some of my products that I make through crafting. Sending all of the happiness, love, abundance, and calming energy your way. And as always, Thank you guys so much for listening and welcome to season two. <laughs> stay blessed, stay hungry, and stay wonderful. Bye. -a. Thank you.